the sample axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sample Axis is here again, and we're happy to be your hosts. And today we have something special, as always. We believe every time we come here, it's special. Episode 64 of the Sample Axis. What do we have? Or just before that, Nelson, the main man. Um, (laughs) What's the best way to start a podcast? It's to play music. I I believe that's... For a music episode, for a music Music podcast, podcast. that's the best thing. See, you are playing music right now. The vibe will enter. Are you sure? Oh, the vibe will enter. Do you, want to try? do you want to try now? My theory is, regardless of how you do it... I just you, feel like music kind of sets a tone. Like, you know that, okay, especially when you are playing the music of the thing you want to... There are sometimes on. that you don't play music and there's a good start. It's just natural. Yeah, 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 it's true. But I'm saying, like, you know how things can be natural and then things can be set, be set up nicely yeah. and it works every yeah. single time? No, it can't work every single time. Uh, can't, it can't be you can't if you had but 90% man, no, one time 90, sometimes it's just 50% just say, and it's just let's bland just say, let's just say that percentile frame of 75 percentile to 90 90th percentile that music spring, intro would when help you have you. a music intro you, even, even if you're not in the best of moods do you understand you're not in the best of moods and then you play you know you can hate me now I just let it go. Yeah, it's going you know, to. There, there's this. Start. There's this. You know, it's like getting into the zone. Like what of what people used to do when they, before they come on stage, which was a big deal for people. Like you know, in the eighties, they don't even do it as much anymore. People would stay backstage and do a lot of rumbling and you know words that don't exist just to put them in, that in a mood. space. And it's because I mean, like I remember, I think I saw um, a documentary earlier. But I've started. Yeah, 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 I just I saw a documentary earlier, and um, yeah. It was a new documentary that is popping right now. Since was saying it was even it was not even since I was like, I'm still going to take it back to somebody in the eighties. Since is uh, Sosuke. Yeah, Sosuke. Sosuke was saying there was a time he was very depressed, but he had to turn up because hmm. that was his job. Hmm. People were not meant to see him. Sad. And I imagine random we're hmm. going into a rabbit hole now. Hmm. How many people were interviewed on that? Yo, it's like five hundred people. It was T. Ah, man. I was don't, sure. don't, don't answer it. Yo. Back to Sinzu. All right. So, Source Kid now, you know, he said something. And then you just reminded me about, you know, um, musical artists that have passed, God bless their soul. Mm. And even the last few moments you saw them in action, it was fire. You understand? People like Chet of um, Linkin Park, you know, and... These guys, it's just like, it's the same thing. With, and I realize that it's almost the same thing with every presenting job as well. Because, I mean, I am a presenter too. So, I mean, apart from the fact that we do the pod, I'm also presenting. And I can tell you sometimes, and you know this, some sport days, some blast from the past days, I'm not in the best of moods mood or in my best head or whatever, whatever. But it's like, it's like a drug. Like, you have to turn Like up. Oxy. It's like, I mean, I remember recently... I think it was, I'm ne- almost never down for Blast from the Past because it's like a Hype. cherishable moment for me. Like that few 45 minutes, one hour, Yeah, it takes me back. It's just like, it's like, you know, it's like I'm in a bubble. Context, Blast from the Past is a radio show that talks about old music. Go on. Yeah, all right. So like I'm in a bubble. But when it comes to sports lounge, which I can sometimes have, you know, sports lounge is a show on sports, you know, giving updates on what's happening at the moment. Sometimes I might not, you know, I've had like the best of days. And I just get in and then before I would always play one type of song, but now I've decided to diversify a little bit because I learned that from somebody else. So I'll play a song and that moment of feel the good. I much that's that simple moment. And then it just feels like I open like a warm hole and I enter into that space and then I become a new person. And when I'm done with the one hour, Sometimes I go back to being so that person yes, before the yes, one Yes, it's crazy, and this is a this is a different topic about moods and moods, not really mood swings or, but I know what you are talking about. You are not really in that space, but you, and and I'm sure for artists too. Uh, Basketball has said something like this before. You go on to perform, you make people laugh. It was a good show, but after that big energy hype and all that, you step out of that noise. And everywhere cools down, you're in your car, you're driving back home. Mm. 
and it's setting your reality setting like yo you're back to you know, look at yeah, me your yeah. demons will look at you like yo <laughs> yeah let's yeah. talk again so yeah that's life today's episode is about uh three people or, or there there is more is it three i think it's about three. seven people now uh, well the real but context, it's about one situation but, but one situation two people and then by extension we're a, touching a on one institution two mus- people, musicians we're touching like five musicians, musicians like you now roll call Rugged Man versus Nice in yeah. the year 20 when? 2010 thereabouts. Yeah, 2010 to like 2009 to like 2011. But, but span beyond even that time. The beef went for six years. Yeah. Rugged Man and Nice had a serious beef. It's serious because they were both friends in mm, the industry And very, before. very cool friends very as well. Very cool, like brother to, yeah. elder to younger brother type of relationship. Mm-hmm. And there was a situation between them. So they had the two characters. Um, the situation is that you know, they had a beef. And now, Sample Axis tries to dissect with this episode um, the disrecords between yeah. both of them and how samples played a role. So, at some point, Rugged Man had to sample a song from 1975 to tell or to, to send a message to Nice based on, you know, I'm not your mate. Chine, it's just Chinedu. Chinedu, yeah. so Chinedu is rugged man's boy i don't know if he was signed to september 30 or whatever but chinedu was first the guy who rugged sent to this nice and he sampled a song by the whispers yeah uh and the beat goes on so we're talking about those we'll try to focus on the music because we're about the music but also we'll try to mentioned the situation and the songs that came out of it. About seven songs came out of it or six songs. Mm. So that's what episode 64 is about. It sounds like Ofofo, but we're here for it. <laughs> I really don't think it's Ofofo though because he's like, he's, he's like in the music industry, especially like when you start from uh, the hip hop world vibe and everything, it just seems to be like a part of it. It's just like a part oh, of the culture. the culture. Yeah, so even in Fuji, we have beef. Yeah, everywhere. So, if yeah, even in Juju, there's beef. Like the biggest of the biggest men had beef. So, there's always that you know weird energy. It's like a music thing. You know how you know whatever you even do, in sports, yeah, it's not just music thing in sports. life. I mean, like anything you do in life, any facet of life, there's always pros and cons. There's competition, and there's competition, and sometimes the competition is not healthy. In some cases, the competition is very healthy, and then you guys continually draw. Even radio stations, can you? <laughs> Everywhere is is a good Hot thing. Hot ninety seven and power one hundred five. Weird all, one, but I mean it is what it is. Yeah, like you know, that. sometimes people actually look for a way to create brief. No, to no, no, give no. Them, I say sometimes, sometimes create. People, yeah, sometimes, the, most of the time, shall it's competition. Yeah, I'm better than you. I'm better than I you. I do better, and somehow, somehow, it turns out, it turns into okay. So, how are you better than me? Mm. I don't want to see you on this side of town. You are not. You don't belong here and all of that. And yeah. then look at Vector and MI. I mean, that Vector and MI is, you know, that's yeah. the reason I even want to even like. And just to touch on yeah, beef topic, beef samples, we, we have an episode that we had done, Pack and Big. Yeah, yeah, uh, we did one. And I was, was Sonny Dennis Edwards, and uh, uh, I think uh, that was for Pack and um, for Biggie and Tumi. Yeah, just no, no, no that was that. Who shot ya? Oh, who shot? Wait, who shot ya? Is you can't remember the man, the, the person he sampled. Yeah, wow. It's probably it's an OG. It's an OG. It's yeah, an OG. yeah, like I can't very remember. Old. I can't even remember the name. The name is but very it's funny. like episode between episode thirty and forty. There yeah. about. Yeah, check out old old episodes of the sample action. So let's get to it. General Prince Adekunle, a respected um, juju musician of blessed memory now was sampled by the prime song of this beef situation. But that's even far away. Just to introduce uh, him, uh, we might we will be talking about him at some point on this episode. Awudin um, Fuferere is the title of the song. Rugged Man employed that to pass a message to Nice. Also, Chinedu used, uh, you know, the and the, beat ho- and the Beat Goes On song by yeah. The Whispers to pass a message as well to Nice. But let's begin from where the story starts. 2010, Once Between Twice Shy. So, 2010, uh, I think from the traditional album, yeah. um, Nice released the song Once Between Twice Shy. Now, I'm going to tell you this, you know, 
this is just the what, what I felt that time. I mean, 2010, I was really very active on the streets. On the streets, you get me. I was already listening to music as they drop. You were outside. I was outside. You get me. So like, it wasn't like it wasn't a time where I didn't understand what the thing that was going on or anything. Like maybe it was new or fresh, or I didn't understand the best mm. of how this started. So I listened to once beaten um, twice shy. The first time I heard. It sounded like, you know, such a very personal, cool, comes from a bad place song. But at this time, I didn't know what was popping. Obviously, I think that was an insider thing. Because at that time, we had not blown up that Nice was not with Tony Payne anymore. I don't even think that was a thing at that time. So the only thing that we could, because I remember I actually did like the song a lot. And it was because of the whole, you know, the mannerism, the approach of the song, it felt like it was a song of, I would never be in this situation again. Hmm. You understand? And you know, I mean like, once beating twice shy is like a normal saying. Yeah. Once beating twice shy. And it's just like saying, that's like a reminder to whoever has beaten you that it's never going to be, ha- it's gonna, yeah. never going to happen that's again. That's it. Yeah, that's the end. And then, you know, it reminds you of something like about that J. Cole did later on. Uh, fool me once, um, shame on you. Fool me twice, uh, put the blame on who the blame that's on me? no role no role models yeah no role models I think that's you have to do the rest. rap verse or you have to rap it to get it fool me one time shame on you fool me twice like fool me twice can put the blame on you fool me three times after peace sign load the cock and let it rain on you yeah so my only regret was too young for Shadi Adu <laughs> yeah and that's the thing for Guega too that's the thing man that's, that's the thing Shadi Adu that's the thing for Guega too now we see I be making rhymes. Jedi kids come outside. You know, you know, let's set this up. Let's set this up. Let me bust everybody up. But then going back to, you know, twice once beaten twice shy. Uh so once beaten twice shy was, you know, that song. A lot of people liked it. I mean, it was one of the songs that popped from tradition. Like it, it took a life on its of its own. But it's not top five. Obviously. But I'm saying it took a life of its own. There's yeah, some songs yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. off like, you know. In fact, it's probably the only one. Yeah. That, that that like has that separate story exactly that it was so off so, of the story that's what I'm saying it's so different from the like people yeah. people sometimes forget that it was even part of the that album, album has attitude morphine no. there was a lot of songs that came off there was energy back to back what 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 it wasn't part of... I don't know whether it was released as a single. I can't yeah, actually I remember I don't now. think so. But Bamu Bamu was like the only single. But I know that it was... Diff- it like, people forget that Once Beating Twice Shy was part of that album. And it's not... It's not forget like as a bad thing. Like it was... No. It's just, just like it was... It was, it was to me, it was a... It was a unique song that the album could not cover its glory. Hmm. Do you understand? So, and... A lot of people in the early days... I don't know. I'm sure the, the insiders... In um in uh, the music industry, then probably knew where the jobs were going to and all of that. But for for an average listener like myself, I love the song. Um, it, it was like it was like an inspiration song. Because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you wanted to get off it. Like you 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 it it felt like a story that was being told that happened way back. Like it didn't it didn't it didn't talk it didn't feel like it was it was actually the marriage was like quick. Yeah, but it didn't they feel, had a child. It didn't feel like what I'm saying is we consuming. It didn't feel like yeah, it just felt like a regular thing. song that has a story. Yeah. Now some of the lyric once between twice shy. What I saw wasn't exactly I might not be able to say this is this is it, but what I saw is enough for me to guess that you were cheating and you were Giving my friend nodding, you were doing all of that behind me. Yeah. And the part of the gist and part of the rumors or whatever was that Rugged Man was having an affair with uh, my, my man's wife. And that went on and on, you know. Yeah. Part of the lyric, again, this is water under the whatever. This is done. So we're just talking about random ofofo. I think the most important thing for us even in this is the sampling. It's the sampling. So yeah. that's one speaking twice shy. I saw you. That, that's a message to Nice's wife. I saw you. I'm aware of what's happening. And this is never going to happen again. I feel bad, but this is to let you know that I'm hurt. And I'm sure even before the song came out, they both both of them would have probably trashed out, stayed apart and all of that. And that's that. The song featured Ajayi Brothers. They delivered very well. I wish they did better in music yeah. than they did, but somehow they, they, they stopped making music. 
And then the next step would be talk I am listening. Is that? No. There's one by Rugged. Mm. Which was not directed at directed him. Directed at him. But what's the title felt, of the song? Um, is he? Is he? Oh, this song felt like a general song. It's a general. I think we need speak to, up if you want to talk to me. If if we want to talk about rugged man, you think it just makes perfect sense to just you know explain to people the importance of rugged man in the industry? Yeah, just a little bit because yeah, we, we this might not stick, be the episode. We want, to, yeah, this might not be the episode, but we're just gonna give you like a yeah, quick round of ba- ba- rugged, man, rugged. rugged man is probably one of the most. I'm going to pick pick the words of Chief Ebenezer but if you are board members to this thing Rocket Man is going to be in mm, he has a seat he, at, he has at the, the table seat, he has a seat at the table so I think that's just, that's just I'm that trying to look that. for the title of the song but essentially I can't really find it now the song is like yo I heard that this record I heard the accusations I heard what the streets are saying but you need to speak up and you know say my name let me know you're talking to me right I really wish I can find that track of it's at least a, a word is not, a word is not. that's the late latter one this one was just like yo uh speak up if you want to talk to me don't go through corners if you want to me talk to me talk to me direct <laughs> i want you to remember i think I, we played this song the other day and i think he even like mentioned his name like he he like said abolore talk to me or something like that so don't go through corners and so that was enough message to nice to say okay if you want me to talk, I'll talk. And then talk, I'm listening. That's the that's the title of the next song that came from Nice. Talk, I am listening. So, so the song is titled To Whom It May Concern. So randomly, Roger just... When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. It's been whispered. That's, that's I've heard sound. rumors about some type of beef that's brewing between us. Uh, I don't have time for. Uh, I ain't got time for a soldier that goes to war without a cause back in a full clip. I don't sit on the fence or talking direct. I won't waste time on people who don't come correct. I'm known yeah. to name names. So that's the thing. I'm known. I'm known to name names. Mm. I don't sit with people who don't talk direct. You can't sit on the fence, come outside and talk. Yeah. So that's. To whom it may concern, yeah, maybe, maybe nice, maybe mode nine, maybe yeah, whoever. Then, you see, the fact that you said maybe, maybe nice, maybe mode nine, maybe whomever, it just explains the kind of person rugged man has been yeah, in the yeah. industry. Apart from come outside know, and holding talk. a place in the board of trustees of Afrobeats with the S, she has been a very good big menace. I think that's the word you use. And I'm menace. saying this, menace, I'm saying this as a compliment. Yeah. You get, I'm not saying this as, He's you know, a bad guy. Yeah. I'm not saying as a menace to the society. He's been a big menace in the industry because, you know, all the way from, uh-huh, how many beefs? Uh-huh, Idris Abdelkarim, Rond- Black Rendezvous, Mode 19, 9, Mode 9, Black Reverend. Yeah, Black Reverend. Yeah, they caught straight Rendezvous. And guess what? Just two lines. And that was it. Just two Rasky lines. Collect. I, I know, Rasky Zone was saved, you know, fresh. Kenny's music collected. Of course, a I little bit. Was, you know, yeah, you know, Kenny's music collecting was, it was more personal for him. Mm. The other ones he said was just you know musical things, mm, but ma- now caught, you know. Fire. But the main beefs were, I think, maintain ma- Idris. Ma- maintain wasn't beef. Idris yeah. mode nine nines. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let's just call Idris mode nine. And then let me. I don't think he had beef with it with the Baba Keke and D one. It was no, just, that beef. It was, that just, was just you know, I comment. just my opinion. I heard things. You know, through the grapevine, I explain myself. But then, going back to this, I just feel like, you know, let's, you know, we have addressed one song off uh, um, Nice's uh, part. So that's Once Beaten, Twice Shy. Great song, by the way. Forget about the whole lyrics and everything. The beautiful, beautiful song, well written. You know, for me, too personal. When I got to understand, I was, you know, personal, back and forth. Personal is good. You have to tell Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. I'm like, eh, don't bring, you know, guns to a to a blow like to a punch fight you know we're, tr- we're trading punches and you're no, bringing if, guns if it's hurting you you want to express yourself so and do you think that's something you might do that's what musicians do if you're a musician look at Jay-Z well, don't you think oh, this is me saying this I'm not saying that you know it's like, like I think I said this off air already do you know I what I like, post on my Twitter I, I, okay you know what I'm going to hold on to this statement I'm about to say yeah till we're almost done with the talk but let's go to Rugged Man mm. Rugged Man did if I may cons- to, uh, to whom it may to concern. whom it may concern now to whom we're concerned, we don't even think we should put it in that box because it could act- actually be addressing anybody. But it makes perfect sense that that was addressing 
Nice. Nice. And um, whatever was happening that time. And, you know, the next song I would like for us to talk about, I, I think you should pick so that we just... So, so, so it, it just followed from To Whom It May Concern, Nice pointedly saying, yo, bro, talk to me. Talk to me nice. No pun intended. If you if you have something to say, don't, don't go through corners. Don't tell emotional stories. If you want to attack me, attack me. Direct. Don't go through corners. And so, Nice came in guns blazing with Seriki. Seriki Burogedoli, Sopeko Nice. I want your con lo uno buto I'm a gentleman, I'm a gangster, I know be rugged man with this strapping dancer mm. and all well, yeah, of let's, that. Let's not forget that. Now I, I thinking about it now, I just realized that this um song we're talking about, that's why we say we didn't put it in the context. We're just using that to explain something mm. because obviously it came in Rugged Baba. Rugged Baba was in two thousand and seven. Yes, so that's the beginning of the story. Yeah, so it was the that same That song is very important to the rap culture and yeah, to the industry. Because it was the same year. Rogedi Baba to came out to Rogedi Bro, Nice. So that song is dope as hell. <laughs> so like it, it kind of like he wasn't talking anything to Nice. It's just that Nice might have caught his straight bullet there. <laughs> no, no, I think I think I can I can say that it, it, it like, was mostly for Nice. I I don't think so because they just finished Rogedi Baba too. And there was a situation. Like was a situation. While they were friends, while Tony Payne met Nice, coded tunes, but bring then, on, then, bringing Olamide into the picture, it's still, it's still there was something going on but in the background. And so fights may have come up even funny. while they were But it's still working. funny because one of the things I was thinking about is Rogeri, but you know, yeah, in the world we live now, by the way, yeah, in the world we live now, is uh, what I'm about to say now kind of like puts it painted bad but these issues are past forgotten and gone we're just trying trying to tap into the samples but what i'm saying is rogedi introduced nice to tony Payne. that's why the story is thick again let's not dwell in exactly the, the you get let's me. dwell in the samples yeah so talk i'm listening was a song that really opened the wound and that scattered everywhere mm. if seriki is talking bougie at, at rugged or and nice is pointedly saying what happened to September 20? Where did you put peanuts into? I'm doing something with my life. You are just there. You are yeah, yeah. <coughs> just before before we before we move any further though, name check just so that we explain understand these people. Rugged man's real name is Michael Ugochuku Stevens. Okay. And for nice, um Alexander <coughs> Alexander Abolore. Is it Abolore? Abolore. Abolore. Abolore Adigbola. We're going to need that Abolore later. Oh yeah, yeah, cause uh, yeah, 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 cause he, he did he use that, he so, used that later, yeah. So um, the two Gs, it's a very cool name. The two Abolore is. Can you try to decipher the Yoruba meaning? Abolore, like Abo, Abo is like Abo is gift or something. Gift, yeah. yeah maybe you bring a gift. Yeah, yeah. From, you you from brought a journey. gift from God, like your your yeah, journey yeah, yeah. down brings us. goodness. Wow, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so after talk, I'm listening. Now that Rugged has told you to talk t- directly to me and that and that you have really spoken your mind. Yeah. <laughs> you have looked for trouble and you will see trouble. Then this next song came from Chinedu, I guess. Mm. Chinedu is Rugged Man's boy, technically. Um Dope rapper, by the way. When I was checking some of your stuff, now that I, that I was researching this, I'm, I'm like, why did this guy stop making music? Because uh, he's so present as a rapper. If he's rapping, his voice and his entire, yeah. you know, he comes with that energy and he has the Nigerian flows to it too. I'm like, bruh, why did you stop rapping and all that? But of course, we have lost a lot of uh, rappers who stop rapping. I'm Moji Dozon, God One, Soskid, and all of that. Now, Chinedu did a song, which is where you are going to come in shortly with, yeah. the, with the whispers. <coughs> Anything <coughs> and the beat goes on. Nice, you're so dumb. Everlasting. <laughs> that's, so, that's, so, that's so disrespectful. Exactly. And so that song really had Chinedu going in, disrespecting nice. Your, your, your wife and your child are jumping taxis. Jumping taxi with your baby boy. There's something going on. You are not enjoying life and all of that. You, 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 uh, I can't remember the lyrics, but check out Chinedu by Rugged Man. The song title is Chinedu by Rugged Man, but it was actually Chinedu rapping and throwing shades at night. So mm-hmm. those songs are available where you can find them, especially on YouTube. So Chinedu did a reply to talk I am listening and too nice and then it was full disrespect everywhere abolore this and that uh rugged man brought you up in the industry and you're disrespecting him really mm-hmm. and so and again this feels like a reply 
to Seriki dissing Rugged. Why would you bring Seriki to talk to Rugged like that? Let me bring my boy to also send you a message. And I think that one went first, and then Rugged was Rugged was preparing for the sample with Prince yeah, Adekule. Yeah, true. Prince Adekule's music, and then that was out there. So, and the beat goes on. The song by Chineru samples the whispers. Bring us up to date, whatever that means. So, <laughs> what is that song? And the beat goes on. And you know, just a little time to talk All about right. the whispers. Yeah, 1979, uh, great year for music. Uh, whispers released their ninth album, ninth studio album. They have been around since like the late 60s, and um. The album was a banger. In fact, the album went number one on, you know, US Billboard Soul Charts and it was number six on the pop chart. So it was a huge album. And this was talking about 79. A lot of things were popping in 79. Michael Jackson had released uh, Off The Wall, which was a banger as well. And it was good time for music and not just good time for music as a whole, but good time for black music. And this is, this is where it coincides with the end of disco. Do you understand? Yeah. Shake, uh, you know, Daz Band, uh, YMCMA, that's really cool. This guy, um, the Bee Gees, you know, they had gone on to win Grammys for a lot of people. Disco was a great time for music industry, for the black people, because black people had not gotten, you know, a lot of time in terms of having, like, album, like, go all the way to win the Grammys. They were always nominees and all of that, but Bee Gees came out and changed that because of disco. So now, when disco was now ending, and then you have someone like Michael Jackson comes out with for his first solo album, and then he, he sells six million albums, six million records. It was already a big deal because, and then Michael Jackson said that was too little, that was too small, and people were like, you know, you just came out solo, six is a lot, and then that leads to 1982, where obviously he sells, you know, 33 million, which kind of like is a, nobody has broken out a record to today. Now back to 79, that same year, Whispers released an album called The Whispers. Now it was a normal thing for people when they want to reinvent themselves. In the music industry, they would they would name the album. I don't know whether it's eponymous. I think eponymous is the word that's being used for the third album or first. No, no, no. Like, I mean, not not third album. Like when you name your album after yourself. Oh, oh I, I don't think know. Self title. I don't really know. Yeah, self title. Let's just say self title. But I think it's eponymous. So, the whispers, the whispers came out. Hmm. Nineteen seventy nine. Huge thing. They had like three or four releases before and the big goes on. Do you know my impression of them? Because I caught, I, I just learned about them in like two years ago. Yeah, they look like grown men playing the young. The the, the It's because the they have boys. always looked old. That's they scary. look like Agba. Have you seen them now though? Not now, but amazing. When I watch their videos from 1980s, I'm like, these are grown already. Yeah, you shouldn't be playing. I mean, you're playing music with people like Michael. And he, did, like, and he killed but it. But all of them were tall. Heavy, yeah, they, okay, they are different from water, the t- water, yeah. and the water, and uh, the, the temptations. Young, water and what, they, they, I mean, look at the temptations. I think they are still more young. Tem- no, that's the thing. Temptations were older than the whispers, but those those whispers bro- brothers look very. But the old. whispers are the short ones, though. The two twins. But there's this there's this particular yeah, video where they were the, they have, they have huge the, and have, have big faces, old, big hair. Yeah, yeah. I think it was that was just it was their persona. You understand? Because ah, uh, nineteen. These guys worked heavily with Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. They they actually they were like pioneers for a lot of sounds. They left Sony, big record label, and went to Solar Records. Solar Records is one of the biggest record labels till now. And the reason why Solar Records became a big thing via De Griffey and Carol Lucas is because they got whispers first. I'm sure you know um Lakeside. Yes. We're talking about Lakeside came in after the whispers. Lakeside came in because they were good with production, good with catchy tunes, they knew how to walk, you know, microphone, everything. But the whispers were another bit entirely. Whispers will write, they will do background vocals, they will record on their own. And the beat goes on, the impact of the song. Yeah, and the beat goes on is probably one of the biggest songs on 1979, even though Michael Jackson released an album. Cause, and the beat goes on went number one twice. This is the same decade where um, Kula and Gang were popping. Kula and Gang pop. Yeah, Kula and Gang were already popping, but Kula and Gang's biggest time was something special in 1981. Okay. So it was two years before they actually popped, popped. Hmm. You understand? So Whispers are like, they, they are like the pioneers for, okay, we can move away from this disco thing and actually do what we now call post-disco. Okay. Even though Lakeside takes a chunk of that because they created that avenue for themselves. Like, okay, you guys don't want us to do disco. We'll drag it, we'll put a little bit of R&B and make it something. But the, and the beat goes on, was like the first evident like theme or first evident song to show that 
these guys can actually make it beyond disco. Hmm. And it became a number one, number one album, number one song, and that's why the song is so popular. Five more groups in there, Sawau. Ah, uh, five more groups: the Manhattans, the OJs, the OJs uh, Lakeside, as I called earlier. Um, big shout out to Kula and the Gang, the women, Tavares, Pointer Sisters, Tavares, Pointer Sisters. Maybe later because Pointer Sisters they were big then, but I mean you probably want to call Gladys Knight and the Peeps. Total contrast. Patti Labelle. Total contrast is uh, eighty-seven. All those ones are 85, 87. Yeah, Richard H. No, no, those guys are Benedict. Those guys are yeah, younger 85, folks. 85, 87. I know this one, they were, they were the OGs, they were the Party Bell crew, mm. you know. Gladys Knight. The Gladys Knight and the Peeps. Um, I'm trying to remember one lady. No, Richard Franklin. Richard Franklin was, Richard Franklin was on another level. She was not in the Asawawu. Mm. She was, no, Agba. she was Agba. But, and then she already had a, and then the Jacksons, because the Jacksons, even though Michael Jackson had done a solo album. You mean Jackson 5? No, the Jacksons, they don't call them Jackson 5 alone. Actually, okay. there are two different ways to approach. When, when I say the Jacksons, I'm talking body. I'm talking the place, I'm talking the Heartbreak Hotel. The firm. No, no, no. No, no what am I'm I talking, saying? <laughs> I'm talking a song. I'm talking like, they had like two different versions. Jackson 5 was the younger, younger generation. generation. I got it. The younger guys that were doing ABC and the Christmas song. Then the Jacksons. That is the same people, but it was just like, you know, rebranding. We are, we are mature now. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm started doing Body, um, This Place Hotel, you know, and then they were doing harder songs that they would not have done in their own time. But all, 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 all to be said, the Whispers were probably the biggest, and I'm sure anybody, anybody that was hip, I like to say that word hip. You, you come on, Whispers. That was 1980. Yeah, no yes, brainer. So. OG, OG people. It is for old people. Now, Rugged Man. <laughs> this show is going like all those 1960s, 1980 shows, but it's all good. <laughs> no, it's but, all good. But, yeah, but because that's where we are stuck. These guys went back. No, no, you don't get me. The way I'm. The way me, my cadence is, oh, I yeah, don't yeah. like it. It's oh, whack, yeah. but let's keep going. I don't going. think it's whack, though. Oh, for real. Uh, <laughs> Rugged Man, after the beat goes on, um, Rugged Man was then ready to feature this lady. Do we have her name? I'm not sure. This lady who came in to do Prince Adekunle's Awodinfo Ferere Olonfe Molua Ibitoyofo Dekoyemiyo Fesheleya Ayema Bawi That's Prince Adekunle. Adekunle's 1975 album titled Awoodie, I guess. I would the same title. That's like the prime song of the album. And nice as an evil boy who has been in Lagos for the longest time. Nice. Rugged man. Rugged man as an evil boy boss my brain getting that song. You don't get it. I want the lady who sang on Rugged's song. You call her name. You call her name. Oh, okay. This is the beginning of the song. I would be for so Okay, Ella. And I and I have no idea who she is. Yeah. I don't know. But Ella Ella was a lady who did that um you know rendition the chorus even though that it got it gets to a point which is my critique of the song it gets to a point where the flow is too slow for the beats the beat is a fast not so fast slow type fast hip-hop beat but when you take prince adikuli's flow on the original song and you want to lay it on a hip-hop beat like that yeah it becomes draggy uh. because there is this shakere flow that prince adikuli actually do like but yeah and then Ibitio food, you have to drag out the words so that it can lay on that beat properly. It, yeah. felt, it felt it felt awkward for me, but it was for a purpose. That song is like perfect to pass the message to nice. But do you think you know, I mean the, the hip hop beat got into the song after that first part now. They it did. It did. After they did the first the reason why they could not But it was it, it was awkward. Yeah, the I did that, no no no. My 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 my, my argument is the chorus. 
ebitio fode ko ye mi o that particular line singing that on this new beat mm. is not the best obviously but yes. sometimes you know you just let it go experimentation can yes, you know yes i, I understand results. that so but 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 that I, I would have loved you to probably sample it's i don't know properly right sample properly instead of singing so singing when you get over. Stuff, i just got It'd be, yeah, 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 something that'd, like that'd that. Something, yeah. yeah, yeah, that'll be something. But it did the message. So nice is the proverbial I would hear. Who mm-hmm. is a small boy in Rugged's imagination? And small space. boy, yeah, small boy to me. And you, I would be as a bird. Is that is the eagle trying to fly and find God up there? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to? Where will you fly up to to find God? <laughs> you are just trying to. You are trying to disrespect me, but you are far from me in terms of... And this goes back to what you were saying. Rugged is that guy. As big as nice is, Rugged man's name in terms of, you know, how he moved 2000 Rugged man, Rugged man all the way the in. Yeah. Now, Rugged is just saying, okay, see me, bro. Mm. You are small. And I brought you up. Mm. I gave you I gave you that platform. Even though it's vice versa for me. Opomulero would not have done what he did without that nice legendary verse or legendary hook. But it's still it's one of those questions that always remains unanswered because mm. yeah, Nice did an amazing thing but that song could have been what it was if there was somebody else on it. It could not have been, sir. You see, that's what I'm saying. He, he, Do you he, know what Nice did on that song? This will lead me to and I think this will lead me to something else that happens a lot in music. Sometimes, yeah, some synergy can never be unmatched. I personally do not think is actually actually like can be replicatable. Like you can replicate it. It's not possible. I don't think so. But I know that it could have taken a new turn. That song. <laughs> now let me explain what Nice did. Okay. When you go to someone and you're a, you a consultant and someone comes to you, I want to tell a story. I need your perspective. Nobody else can do it like you. Maybe someone can do it. But yeah, but obviously there's at that be a time, Nice was the Yoruba. Adage guy. Mm-hmm. Look at what he did on Gongwaso. Look at what he did with photocopy. Nice me, let's see. Now the same thing. Now they use no be film, no be film trick. Monkey at us, chimpanzee. I'm a cartoon pig. Who want to come me? A retarded for Gongwaso. In if I if I see me, I go always. Nobody was doing what Nice was doing with Yoruba at that time. Yeah. So when Rugged Man needs someone to do a verse or to do a chorus talking about how. Rappers being indigenous is the key to opening up their market. Nice saying, Atewolabala, ah, Menitoko. I don't know anybody in the industry at the, at the time that would do that. And kill it. Atewomo, Bala, go and listen again. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about. True, true. I agree. It's this, just that. The, we no, speak to so why do you why, better why show do where you avoid you that conversation for other songs? Like Essence. I don't want to talk about essence, but that's, it's, it's a different sphere. No, it's not. It's a different sphere. But it's not. It's a different sphere. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Let me tell you something. It's not. Cedar Garrett on Don't Look Any Further. Michael Jackson would have not done a better job. Mr. Hudson on Jay Z's Forever saying. Young. Cedar Garrett on Dennis Edwards. I'm saying that song because that song, you know what I'm saying is Cedar Garrett and Michael Jackson have a very strong relationship with each mm. other. They used to play around with each other's song. A lot of people don't even know this. This is like industry talk, Secret. which is weird because I mean, like, I'm sure I wasn't even I wasn't even around then. But this is something a lot of people know. Quincy Jones and a lot of people say Michael Jackson and Cedar can sit down in a room and they would, they would trade songs to see who can do it better. Long and short, we have a long story to tell. Yeah, nice delivered a dope hook. True, uh, and and Thames delivered, delivered a, dope, a hook. dope hook. In essence, I agree. May nobody call for me, Sha. So, a music person. Rugged had to show that Baba, oh, my son, I'm still bigger than you. Yeah, not my son, like uh, my younger brother. My bro, I'm still bigger it's than you. That, like, you know, rappers yeah. like to do that thing, like, yeah, my son. I might be like, Vector is my son. Yeah. And it's a lie. Oh, I, I want to hold on to this thing. Jay Z did that too. And I'm, I think, who did? Jay Z did that kind for Nas. No, he did that. No, 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 that Jay Z Nas beef. Like, so, Rugged did that song, which is a very comprehensive song. And I think that was the beat down. That was like the, you know, this is the winner. It's like the Viper for MI. Yeah. Cool the Grace for Mode 9. Oh, yo, yo. Viper was it was a whoa. So, that's the beat down. Like, take this and don't talk to me again. Yeah. And so, the 
Prince Adekunle sample is a, is like you know essential to the song. Mm-hmm. Let me just quickly talk briefly about Prince Adekunle. I don't know so much, but he is or he was he is revered as one of the greats in juju. But he had you know some Afrobeat mm-hmm. type style to his music too. Some of his albums, uh, maybe about I don't know more than ten, I believe. But he played in the UK at some point. He wasn't in the highest league if i if i can say that yeah that that is 07 he died in 2007 and um kingston yadier beniza obey where where the top league the top mm-hmm. of the league i don't know who else was there but but this song you know this people song like the song that i would do i would do for fair yeah that, that song is i mean like i don't i don't i don't like to uh, right now okay. i've decided i don't want to be doing numbers anymore because numbers always cause issues mm. but like it's up there in terms of quality, in terms of, you know, biggest songs. I mean, I think you put it up one time on Twitter and then somebody was like saying, yo, that's an original yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like one of those songs that, you know, just it's just up there on its own. Yeah, you know, he, has a, he has a spirit. There, there were yeah. other songs that by, by this man that I'm trying to remember. Um, in that album, I was doing for it, there is Meta Meta Lore, Iwaju Lao Malo. There is... Yeah, money These are songs that I know. money mm-hmm. and Meta Meta Lore. These are doper songs or some of his popular songs. And Meta Meta Lore would later come off in this popular advertising for ST. Oh ST Mario. Meta Meta Lore. It's for, yes, yes, for you. Yeah. Meta meta lor ikani unwa sun sile ikani unwa sun saya ikani unwa sun sile so uh and this was 1975 yeah that song is probably a yoruba folk song from the earliest of times and then by 1999 2000 Oshie Mario was big on tv advertising so um then the other one omoni omoni de omola sende bobada let that song can go side by side with um this popular song by Haruno Ishola, uh, Baba Haruno Ishola. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. There's, there's, there's a song that talks about Alafia and Omo. Uh, meta, Meta. Oh, I can't remember. This is too bad. Oh, but, wow. Ah, man. I think I, I, wish, that, I, could, I that, wish I could call Abby right now, man. That I should, if, I, if I check ASAP. it out. So, so <laughs> that's on that. And Prince Harikunle's legacy is, of course, respected. It's from yeah. Abel Kuta, is Egba, uh, and she did Juju the best way he could. And of course, his legacy is not in doubt. Another part of his legacy would be Sashino Peters and Shegwandewali, who were both band members in oh, his yeah. uh, Western States band before they changed to Supersonic Sound. These were people who worked with him before they then started their own group. And they did or, very well. And as they, well. I mean, look at always, yeah, yeah, it's, always good when, it's always good when your successors or the people that go after yeah. you or go from you or bought out from you mm. always do very well. It's like one of those things that actually, you know, you, I, you, apart from the Nigerian setup, because we have a couple of people, for example, uh, OJB Jazzreal for all of his, you know, effects in the industry. And then you think about people too, like, you know, what SARS is doing right now. It might be small mm. for a lot of people because they don't understand the effect, but SARS has worked with World, SARS has worked with uh, J now, and these guys in the future will and be he's able working to with Azanti currently. Huh? Azanti. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, that's the newest EP on that level that he's doing. I don't even know who that is. But all these guys, you know, everybody has like people that they bought out from and apart from the Nigerian guys you go to the US talk about Leon Silvers Leon Silvers alone is like I think I've explained this to you before Leon Silvers alone is like a connection from late 70s all the way down to early 2000s mm. so like 30 years of active making music mm. and he wasn't the only one doing it because he trained Terry Lewis and Jam Jam Terry Lewis and Jam Jam were working alongside Babyface Edmonds and Ellie 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 Reed so those guys had the whole 90s decade in a chokehold. And then these guys thought the next set of people, the people that now thought uh, Timberland, people that thought the other... So you get that? That's, there's always... There's, there's a hierarchy. Everybody has an organ. There's a hierarchy. And who it's, did, it's quite amazing to see. Who did Dr. Dre learn from? There's this particular name. There's a man who... who I think it was a... Uh, DJing. I can't, I can't but remember, there, yeah, there was I someone. It was a DJ, King yeah. Sonny, I played with 
Baba Moses Olaya mm. also reverse late uh, IK Dairo. And then you have people like um, Ebenezer Obey talking Ebenezer about Ebenezer like learning from Gale, talking about like, uh, Fatai Rolling Dollar. Fatai Rolling Dollar. And, and there was one more person. Yeah, so, so all those things. Are, it's just. And this brings. Me, yeah, and this brings me to the conversation that I've always had with people. And that's why I'm happy that, you know, the documentary that we are seeing right now in Two Spaces, Journey of the Beats and Afrobeats, the backstory. Is out because I remember Journey of the BET Journey of the Beats. Oh, okay, yeah, that one is on Showmax. Then. Oh, okay, that nice. one is on Netflix. But then, but then I, I, I was trying to bring out something. There was one time I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, it, it, it bought it talks about it links us back to this rugged man issue and mm. nice and you know, whole music thing. Sometimes this actually happens even in the fan base. Whiskey is doing a whole lot now. I mean, he's an Afro Nation. O2 arenas rolling loud rolling loud you know wireless Mata everywhere it's killing it everywhere and then you try to explain to people that some people actually crawled walked so these guys could run and fly and fly and then you're like these guys didn't do anything they did absolutely shout nothing. out to burner boy shout, shout out to burner boy shout out to all the people that are making you know big stuff happen but you're like seeing I'm saying Bernard Boy was the one who said nobody paved way for me oh, except yeah. Fela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he did mention one person. Yeah. I'm talking about families now. I'm not even talking about the artists. But no, he, oh, yeah. he, oh, he, oh, he, he recognized one person. And the person he recognizes is a big person. Agba. You understand? Like, he recognized somebody that's like, oh, yeah, and this is the person. his comment also has context. You understand? He understands. Because there are some places too, there are some he does not want parts to, of the industry where there's, there's they will try of, to lock you up. He also had a lot of, he also has, you know, I got to discover today, he had a lot of stories too that are like this, yeah, that yeah, are not straightforward. Yeah. So, that's, he, he has a reason to say, to say what he said. All of these things. So, you understand the context. But then, when you as a fan, and I'm, this is me directing at the fans, don't talk to those fans. Why are you? No, why are you paying their mind? No, apart from talk, I'm I'm talking saying, to seventeen-year-old boys. Saying, no, I'm not talking about. Just, I'm saying pay attention, respect the culture. Don't advise them again. They have heard <laughs> this one. But those boys, actually, some of it's them the have fun doing it. So you can't stop them. I've seen a couple of them that is because they just they don't just have the information. They believe, you know how, and you they be- are not willing to learn. Yeah, you know how you believe that. You know how you believe that. You know, for example, now, I've, I didn't know. I knew. Egbon, Egbon, Ayushanaya. I knew that he was. I knew there was a Egbon that was called Ayushanaya that was that has been doing things. That's this video, he gets it plenty, plenty. Yeah, I, I knew he has been doing things. Life. I didn't know how much he did, how but he I knew that was. okay, he was in the board of trustees. And I think we need more documentaries because yeah, we don't know our OGs. See, see what he's saying now, and then you hear people like Demwali Gates that actually did, you know, make some, pull some moves. You get. Big shout out to Mojide Taiwa as well. And I'm just saying all of this because documentation is very important. Mm-hmm. DJ Abbas, Daddy, Sh- I mean, Daddy Shoki. You're saying all this because you have watched it. I mean, I have not watched Apart it. Apart from people who watch it, but good. you know, I always talk about some of these yeah, people yeah, of sometimes. Course, of I always course. say this on the daily. And it just, it just angers me now that people don't appreciate how much. I was telling somebody something. I said, and this is just like, you know, before we move on to talk about how we wrap up on this. Back to, let, me, let me quickly go back to the rugged. I think I'm ready to say that rugged thing now. I think I told you of of mm-hmm. fair. Rugged's match against Nice was not fair. When you R- say match, the match against when I mean match the like diss? the versus, yeah, the diss, the beef was not fair. Rugged it wasn't is, about Rugged, fairness. I know it was about a story that has then to be told. You were going to say something from uh, Pusha T's album. Oh yes, all is fair in love and war. How did we get here? Because we were having a conversation about. What Rugged did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what Nice did. We're talking about like you know the music and how it has transformed to what it is right now and it's big. And then we realized is that what that led to Pusha's comment? No, no, no. Okay, that was an off-air comment. We we're just talking. I was yeah, telling yeah. you, I was telling you the fact that Rugged was Rugged was made for dissing. Like he's a rapper. Oh yeah, that's his. That's oh yeah, and you said a song like uh, "What Is Enough for the Nice" I mean, is, it is a proper. This rap song, song. and so nice is nice would be lagging yeah. because he might not be able to which is, match up. Which is really why I probably, th- I probably think. But I raise you once between twice again. Mm, once between twice is is a lot. is a personal story. But is a lot. But this is more than a lot. Let's explain context. The reason why we say all is fair in love and war is Nelson feels that this is not a fair match because Rugged is a is a seasoned rapper. Nice. And he's known for being a menace. <laughs> nice is a regular guy. Not regular guy. He's also a lyricist. If you check, 
his antecedents with certificates and gongwaso. That's yeah. that's lyricism. But in terms of the skill of making this is rugged. And so when he says it's not fair, it's not fair to nice that this match came up. I'm I'm like, yo, nothing is fair in life. True. Pick your battles. And then you said and and all is fair in love and war. And that's what push did to 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 Drake. Drake push disrespected Drake the hardest way. Yeah, true. How can you announce my son before me? <laughs> Bro! True, true. So that's that's the highest level. In fact, I don't think anyone has done more. When um, Jay-Z Day said he f- nurses baby mama. That's a, that's that's you know that that's like, big and pack. Yeah. But when you, when you announce my son before me, Oh no, the that's story of Adi Don. That's that's that's, that's, that's a, a different level of disrespect. Got, that's why got a low blue. <laughs> <laughs> because it became, it became too much. Do yeah. you know that? Do you know that Drake is coming back at him like four years later now? Pusha said he can't go to Toronto. Wow. He can't have a show in Toronto. I and mean, Pusha is now a dad. He's now playing. Uh, I, I can't. Understand I understand now. I he doesn't want to admit that he went too far. He did. He went way too far. He could have just said, you know, I think it's just for the idea of. And Drake is having a good time right now. Come on. Push is not about numbers and, you know, I'm not all about that. But this schooling, this schooling, I will show you, say, I know be your mate. Yeah, true. And he went way too far. But then again, all is fair in love and war. If you want fight, you must be ready for, for anything. True, true. But, you know, yeah, yeah. what, what I said about Rogan Man's thing, I understand. Because I, I just felt like, you know, it was just ah, wrong place, man. Wrong place at the wrong time. This is too and they, 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 they said to you like six years later. Yeah, and they did. And, and Rogan said... Uh, he wants that story to be, to be, to to be in the past. Mm. He doesn't want to rehash it. They are done. They are, they are settled now. Life has gone on. Mm. And of course, uh, Nice and Tony Payne eventually separated at the time, mm. and so the story just you know. Yeah, but well, big ups to them. It was just an episode. Uh, li- life goes on. Yeah, uh, did we miss out any song? Beautiful too, you know. Yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to her. She's one of one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. There's one more song we're missing. Which song? Are you sure we have? No, we've gotten we've gotten two songs from Nice. Religion. That's the cap. That's that's the resolution. Oh, okay. So religion is the is it how do you people say it in movie setting? Is the post is the part two. No, it's a sequel. Yes. Mm. It's a sequel to Okomulero. Religion is we told you that you need to be indigenous to make money. Mm. And when the industry started paying attention to that, and rap became domesticated, which I don't really like. Mm-hmm. When I say domesticated, I mean rap for beats. That this thing that you people are doing now, you are calling hip hop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We got there. It's not. It's not really connecting to that. So, rugged and nice are saying that we told you guys you need to domesticate your music. You can't be more New York than New Yorkers. True. And so in 2015, 2016, they dropped that song Religion to say, "Asato ma son you have to domesticate. And yeah. so this was after they made up and religion is out there. You can check out all of these songs that we've mentioned. They'll be in show notes as well. So sure, sure. how do we do production credits? Who deserves? Um, Production credits. Maybe we should do the Whispers. The Whispers produce themselves actually. But I think Leon Silvers third had a major production um, hold on that because he did almost the entire album. Prince Adekunle would have produced himself you know, the, the, too, Supersonic yeah, because band. the Supersonic sound would have produced himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Western... State brothers, yeah, and uh, for nice, uh, I think ID Kabasa, most likely ID Kabasa, but I don't think ID Kabasa produced the entire traditional album. So. No, 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 but I think once between two, I was produced by ID Kabasa. Are you sure? ID Kabasa. I'm ready to check now, but I think it actually, he actually produced it. And Chinedu, I can't place a name to those tracks. Chinedu and the song by Rugged that really sampled, he mentioned the producer. Yeah, Sage was the person who mixed the song. Please, listen again. Let's to do those two credits. I would do for Ferrere. Nice. <laughs> Araye, ufe sheleya. I helped you come up in the industry. I'm part of your history, and I helped form your future. God bless Nice's fans. God bless you, Nice. God bless all Nigerian musical greats. Cook beats, thank you for Cook the beats. Beat. Thank you for the mix. So, at least we have the production credit for 
A Word is Enough for the Nice mm. by Rugged Sampling Prince Adekunle featuring Ella produced by Cook Bits and of mixed course mixed by Sage mixed by Sage and this was 2011 2012 thereabouts yeah this was tough like you know celebrity gist type of thing it was mm. all over the place yeah we got Dewey and Nelson are signing out anything else to say follow our socials and you know recommend our podcast to your folks who like music yeah. maybe they might like what we do yeah and always you know always listen and share like you said and uh more stories in the future and if you ever get to this any, whatever time and if any, you have comments about this you yeah can, you can always you know you send us a message on or tweet about or, it. or tweet about it on twitter or you know send us a message hashtag, hashtag the sample access podcast. podcast and um let's just you know put this out there for you guys that want to know afrobeats and this is just i'm just training out there shameless plug or not even shameless plug like good plug yeah, just you guys listen. To I think it. everybody knows about the po- documentary by now. Yeah, but I mean, because not everybody, but, not everybody, but most you, people who care about you the guys music. know. And I'm talking to the people that always. This is me, and I'm not trying to cause a beef or anything. <laughs> but guys that always talk without knowing or having proper information or having proper knowledge. Those about, ones, you guys watch they the won't documentary. Watch it. Even if they watch it, whatever they want, whatever agenda they want to push. They will push it. So don't try That's to advise them. Okay, I right. stopped trying to advise them when they said whiskey is greater than Fela. Even Wiz wouldn't say that. So, Baskets, my dope, so, my tagging. Go. Ooh, we, we out. out. Yeah. If we do for love, if we do for love, no one can imagine me. What you did to me last time was bad way. Recently, your name prostitute of the day. You said I mistake. You said I mistake. On what you already keep on going But you corrode. You might go to corrode. I saw you with my two naked eyes. Giving my friend nothing. But it girl was a job. I was shocked. I was so paralyzed. Looking at you too like a moon. You're showing him your tattoo, think I don't get what I'm a fool You boss, yes, your but what am I gonna do? I can't tell mommy, neither can I tell daddy Your dream has time slip, most time you like a man You good looking, but your ways are so wicked You keep pushing me to the wall I back by the dark was yelling Once beating is twice If you can love me, let me be you say you love me, girl. Stand beside me, girl. I know you want me, girl. So many beautiful girls. If you wanna talk about me. I know get too heads to make you know there If you wanna point fingers, point it right at me But that not only if you get problem with me I die. Speak your mind Know that people carry false rumors around the place Speak your mind If you're down for peace, put two fingers up in the air Speak your mind But if it's war, be ready to go all out for real war when you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. It's been whispered. I've heard rumors about some type of beef that's brewing between us. I don't have time for bullshit. I ain't got time for a soldier that goes to war without a course back in a full clip. I don't sit on the fence or talking direct. I won't waste time on people who don't come correct. I'm known to name names and flood with a king. I expect all to have the balls to do the same. I don't say what people will misconstrue. I don't beat about the bush like Robin Hood. I go all out, true and true. If you wanna talk about me, talk about me. Let me know the name is R-U-G-E-D, man. Put it in your flow. So the world will know exactly who you're talking about. See me like you shrink. Sit down and pour it all out. Don't let my dance tracks misguide you. I'm a double-edged sword. I won't hesitate to slice you. If you wanna talk about me, talk I make a hair. No get two heads to make you know there If you wanna point fingers, point it right at me But not only if you get problem with me I die Speak your mind Know that people carry false rumors around the place Speak your mind If you're down for peace, put two fingers up in the air
mixed up, never get it twisted. I know what I'm doing, that's why I'm doing it. Do your thing how you do it and let me do mine. If you wanna talk about me, come out straight and don't hide behind too many words. Be a man or a woman and speak your mind. Rugged man, to be continued. Tell me where you put Vinotito. You know T-Boy, T-Boy. Where T-Boy they? You won't spoil their career, Bastard. Seriki, I'm a I'm doing something with my life. Watch out. You don't think this is the wrong way. Bastard. Fade here, fade Mila, Mila.
Instead of dissing like they expect, I don't talk to you Like the mature man that I am, I'm like a real man is supposed to do When I met you, you was a studio rat in Cabasa And I took you up, blew you up like shooting shells from a cannon When poverty degraded you, it felt like life hated you I upgraded you, showed you the ropes, got on the same stage with you Too rugged man, you nice was first award Before you got your first award Cause of my track to you, I was like a god I gave you the money, the fame, the wife that changed your life Who gave you a son, in other words, you used to say I gave you life Many before you made money, but you know driving is Cause when you lose all your true friends, the only thing that's left is pain And when your girls leave you, the only person left is pain But you kicked that when your son out, that's a shame You know that I was in for Administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. You're listening to the Sample Access Podcast. 